All right, welcome back to Lindroth Hockey Podcast. We are in partnership with Black and Gold Hockey Productions. You're here with co-host father and son duo, Andrew and Jim Lindrop. Dad, how are you doing today? Doing great, Andrew. This is episode 93. This is a bonus episode. Yes. So um, we've had great feedback on our uh, UK Elite League breakdown of new players for the Sheffield Steelers. And um, we have had a few of the Glasgow clan players on our podcast. So we have some Glasgow uh, listeners and they've asked us to uh, do the same thing we did with Sheffield, but with the clan. So that's our bonus episode here today. And we do want to give a shout out to our um, EIHL, the UK Elite League listeners, because uh, we've gotten quite a few of them over the last month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So um, we get back to, oh, we also released. Uh, a few days ago, our latest episode 91 with Cal Heater, yep. former NHL uh, with the uh, Philadelphia Flyers and AHL with the their affiliate, the Phantoms. Yep. So check out that episode as well. That was a fun episode. We did that like a month ago. Remember, he was like in his car. He's like, yeah, let's do it. I'm driving like three hours. And he did the whole interview on Zoom, but while he was in his car so yeah he was um, nice enough to do it for us a couple times he was in a spotty area but hey that's what happens when you're dealing with internet cell phone connection right Right. Andrew? exactly man exactly well excited to go over this today because like like you had mentioned dad some eihl fans reached out to us and liked the coverage we did for the sheffield steelers for their upcoming roster for this season so we had some glasgow people reach out because as people know we had craig peacock sean booten on here which we'll get to later but yep um, we wanted to go ahead and highlight Glasgow clan too. So exactly. Um, and, dad, and the reason, I mean, let's explain the reason why two North American or two American really uh, from Tulsa, Oklahoma hockey fans, uh, why they're covering the elite league. Right. And we see quite a bit of these players when they're playing in the ECHL here, the East coast league. Right. Uh, we are from Tulsa, Oklahoma. And uh, also season ticket holders with our Tulsa Oilers of the ECHL. So anyway, we see quite a few of these players that play in the Elite League over in the UK. So um, we will do our best to give a breakdown in some of these players we've seen. And we'll give a quick scouting report. Now, we do have to say we might not cover every single player. Uh, We're certainly focusing on the new players because the clan has a bunch of new players. But for the UK listeners, just a bit of a heads up. We use a little American slang, particularly uh, hockey slang. So if you're not used to that, maybe you'll pick up a couple terms that are new to you. Also, since we are from America, we have our American accent. I'm originally from Boston, so we have the Boston accent mixed in there. I probably sound a little hick, a little Southern now, unfortunately. So, yeah, I'm sure we sound a little funny So as we like to listen to people with a nice UK accent or even Irish accents, kind of cool. Hopefully you guys like American accents. And if you don't, then you're probably not listening to this podcast. So we don't have to worry about it. It's true. All right. You ready to hit this? Yeah. Let's go ahead. Okay. So coach Cameron, I think this is going to be a second season there. Uh, He's Canadian. And uh, so he brings that North American style and flavor uh, to the clan. 
So let's start with the goalies. So interestingly enough, he's went with two imports this year, which is uh, a bit um, odd for some of the teams. So let's go with the first one, Ty Taylor, 23-year-old. He's a big kid, six foot four. Now, interestingly enough, Tampa of the NHL, Tampa Bay Lightning, they actually own his North American rights, but they didn't sign him to a contract. Uh, but they do own the rights uh, to him in America. So he's a, a UNH, a, a University of New Hampshire product. He had an eight wins, seven losses, one tie record with them, and had a 3.76 goals against and a not so stellar 0.852 save percentage. He then transferred to Grant uh, McEwen, which I'm not very familiar with, and had a worse record of one win, 11 losses, and a goals against average of 4.16. So his college career didn't really, you know, his stats don't really give him much credibility. Not a very good goalie as far as the stats. However, Tampa saw something in him. He's big. He can give up rebounds, but I think he's a much better player than what his university stats are. And of course, I think Cameron also sees that as well. I see him starting the season in a backup role. Um, he's only 23 years old, big kid. Uh, lots of development needs to happen with him. What do you think, Andrew? <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, Ty Taylor, big goalie, which that's what a lot of Coaches, scouts are looking for in North America now. They like the big Ben Bishop, 6'6", six, uh, six, six, fill up the net as much as possible. But as you said, Dad, even transferring to Grant McEwen, 1-11, you know, uh, I know that the goalie isn't always to blame. You have to have a good team too. But uh, unfortunately, him being peppered with goals and shots over his college career is not doing him any justice. But here's the thing too. What this screams to me is I, I'd be interested in where he's from and where he uh, played originally before um, college, because it looks like North America beat him up. Looks like North American hockey is not for Ty Taylor, per se. But that's only due to his college record. Other than that, he is he's big. I mean, we can always say that. He does give up a lot of rebounds, has a hard uh, rebound control. But I think with some development, this kid could turn into something. I think that if we looked up maybe some of his stats before, college he, he probably had something that tampa saw in him that's when they signed him i assumed and now just haven't signed him to a contract just still hold his rights since he aged out well he doesn't have a contract well remember he signed his elc when he was 18 19 and then now it's expired but they don't want him going anywhere else so they are retaining his rights kind of like what bruins are doing with peter Slark. Okay. he's not signed but we still have his rights so if it comes to north america we basically trap him he can't play anywhere unless it's for our organization so with that being said though Tampa clearly still thinks there might be something there if Ty Taylor can go somewhere else, improve, and do things. So, I don't know, Dad. Not much to say about him other than probably a backup role, and it would be very interesting to see if he can use his size to his advantage. Okay, next goalie, Andrew, you cover it. Yeah, Zach Driscoll, 25 years old, 5'11". His senior university career was at North Dakota and earned a 22-11-1 record, 2-3-5 GAA, goals against average. He did play a few games in the ECHL uh, for Toledo, um, he's a fast goaltender. He moves very well, um, has a good catch and glove. I see him as a starting go goalie for Glasgow. Um, he's developing a lot faster, better than Ty Taylor. Um, I think that he could be the number one goalie to bring the clan deep into the season. 
but yeah. that would really depend on goalie. I mean, you look at these two imports and a lot of it's going to depend on them, but I think Zach Driscoll is actually a bit of a stud. He did really well in college um, with North Dakota. So yeah, and don't I mean, forget North Dakota. You got TJ Oshie comes from there and we had a, um, Oh man, his best friend that we had on the show before as well. Ryan something. He was really, really, really good in one of the other European leagues. So Good. He, he came from a really, really good uh, university. So he, there's some talent there. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, so this this is going to uh, what's our what's our final analysis on the goaltending, at least on paper? I think both goalies are young and they really don't have significant pro experience. And that's going to be the key. But what, I would what, I would have liked to have seen the coach sign a veteran goalie. But um, it's going to be interesting to see what this pair can do because they're really untested. And what this maybe tells me too, and you know, I, I'm just assuming from my couch here in North America, but uh, it, it seems as if uh, Glasgow isn't too concerned with the vet um, tangibles of going in far, you know, because a lot of times you get those vets that have the playoff experience to bring them deep, but it looks like they're almost not rebuilding, but at least with their goalies, they're trying to completely rebuild and restructure their goaltender situation, which is interesting if you want to go deep. But dad, let's move on from goaltenders. We talked a lot about them. Um, let's move on to defensemen. Yeah. Why don't you cover, um, Sean, because we had, uh, Sean Booten, um, on our podcast not too long ago, but however, it was before he signed with Glasgow. Uh, remember he was in, uh, I think he was in France and he was talking about, he might be going, he told us off air. He, he was thinking about going to the UK, but it depend on, I think he had either he's getting married or he was recently engaged. And it was a lot about kind of planning where he wanted to go. He ended up in Glasgow. Um, why don't you give us just a brief brief intro? And again, we had him on episode 76. So if you want a full in-depth coverage of uh, of Sean, please visit our uh, episode 76. But give us a quick intro. And this is really the intro from our episode 76 yeah sean was uh was a really competitive defenseman in the queue the qmjhl from 2006-2011 of course did his things went to the chl but really um found his home for the next few years from 2012-2015 in the echl stockton thunder um and later with the idaho steelheads till 2016 so he was there for parts of five seasons after that he signed overseas with coventry blaze who we covered a little bit as well during that time he also played between the Dell 2 League and the EIHL for also the Dundee Stars as well and served as assistant captain. In, in fall 2020, though, he split his time overseas with, during the uh, COVID pandemic. Most of the year, he spent his time in the U.S. and was suiting up for the Rapid City Rush. Um, the last season, he returned back to Europe, suited up for Mulhouse as the team captain, and now to uh, this season, he's back with Glasgow. If you want to know more about Sean, though, see our episode 76 with Sean as our guest, but they need that that defenseman who's good he, he's, he's a great it. he's a great signing and i think he's going to do well and of course we're a little biased because uh um not saying he's a friend of ours but because he was a guest on our podcast we do keep in touch and he also is probably listening to this podcast as well because he does yep. uh comment and like and sometimes retweet our twitter retweets of episodes so if sean's listening we wish him the best he's going to be a stud over there and uh, I look to have look to see him making a big impact on the uh, back one. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So Kevin Massey next, big kid, he's six four, two twenty five pounds, uh, twenty six years old. 
he's a monster of defenseman. Uh, the clan fans will remember him uh, with Nottingham last season. He uh, played 26 games, had two goals, seven and assists, and he was a plus 10. So I know, Andrew, you don't like the plus and minus ratings, but I like it. So he's a plus 10. He likes to move the puck. He can clear the front of the net really well because of his size. And I think this is a good signing for Cameron. And I think it's going to provide even more strength to the back line. So you got Booten, he's 5'11". Now you get this guy, he's 6'4". What do you think, Andrew? Well, he's 26 years old, right? He's entering his prime as a man, as a, as a player as well, you'd hope so. Um, I, and playing with Nottingham, Nottingham Panthers are, are a notorious, tough team in the EIHL. Um, didn't have, I mean, didn't play too much, 26 games. I don't know if that's due to injuries, being benched or what, but I'd be curious as to uh, why he didn't play the full season. But if he can stay healthy, um, I think that obviously 6'4", 225, he, he, you know, you need that big guy to move those forwards out in front of the net um, yeah. for sure. I think it'll be good. Um, but they have some some uh, another guy re- returning riders. This new guy, this the is, guy that we're, we're having a, trouble pronouncing his name. Guy. Yeah, he panics so, before the show. Oh, he's a the, the guy coming from G E R G E L Y. Not even a, not even a disrespect when pronounce it wrong. I, yeah, see, see what I'm saying? Okay, try. so go ahead, Dad. He's 24. He's six four, but he's much lighter. He's one ninety. Uh, Twenty four though. I know he's he's kind of grown now, but you know. Men don't stop growing until they're 28, 30. So if this guy can just continue to eat over the offseason or now now the season's here, just keep putting on the pounds and keep putting on the, the strength and the weight, and he can turn that 6'4 into something big. So, again, he played in Hungary. He's, I believe he is a Hungarian. Uh, the scouting report on him, it was pretty uh, – I had to search quite a bit for it just because he's not really done much in the international scene, and he's going to be new to the elite league. So the scouting report um, – he likes he moves the bodies in front of the net real well. He also moves the puck extremely well, and he can be a fast skater. Uh, Cameron saw something in him a few seasons ago. I remember he, uh, reading a news clip that uh, he was when he was over in Romania. He saw Toth and really liked what he was doing and how he how he was playing. So let's see how he's going to work in the uh, elite league. We'll see. Awesome. So some returning um, defensemen, uh, Mitch Jones is returning, and he should continue to lead that back line if he stays healthy. Also, UK player Liam Stenton is returning as well. And also Colton Waltz uh, will be interesting to watch as he uh, only played 15 games for the Klan last year from moving over to five. Kid's a hothead, though. He needs to stay out the penalty box. Uh, he he can, you know, I think he had like almost 40 penalty minutes in 15 games with the clan or something like that. But he's 6-1, um, should be a good asset uh, again this season. So, uh, you know, let's move on to the forwards and keep this uh, podcast rolling along. Gabe? I'm going to say Shabbat. But there's an R in Shabbat, there. Do we know whatever. Shabbat in the NHL without the R. Right. Whatever. We're, we're American, right? 26 years old, 5'8". He has a BU grad. Now stop there because BU means Boston University for our UK listeners, which is an extremely elite program in the North America. He did get it in over uh, 128 games, Rapid City in the ECHL. Uh, his best season was last season, uh, racking up 22 goals, 28 assists in 72 games. Um, we saw him play a little bit last season. His size, of course, can always be an issue, especially in North American leagues with the stronger defensemen, but 
Um, he's fast. He's got a great set of hands. And uh, let me tell you something, even though he might struggle maybe against board battles with bigger guys, he can sometimes come out with the puck. He's definitely not scared to go in there at all in those corners. Um, but if he can find that op- big open ice, like they, like yep. they have in the EIHL, man, that kid's going to be flying. So, yeah, I think he, you know, it'd be interesting, but I think he can score 15 to 25 goals this season if he gets some uh, some ice time from the coach. So, uh, yeah, and it's interesting, you know, we had on both the coach and assistant coach of Rapid City. Um, and off air, I remember um, the coach was really high on uh, on Shabbat. So uh, he's a good player, and obviously he's making the move, I'm going to guess, for money. We shouldn't assume. But, again, a lot of the ECHL players, um, you know, if they can move over to Europe and also the U.K. League, they'll do that where they can get a little bit better play, I think, and also a little bit more money. All right. So next we have a UK uh, uh, grown Jordan County, and I don't know him too much. So here's a little bit of scouting report. He's 27. He's 5'9", so not a big guy. He's coming from Guildford and also spent time with Dundee in his career. His best season was in 2018-19 with Dundee with 14 goals, 19 assists. Last season, he helped Guildford uh, with nine goals and 20 assists. So again, size can be an issue at times, but nothing can be helped with that. But he's a good skater. He has great hockey awareness. And uh, he could give some depth to the secondary scoring this year for the clan. Well, and that's exactly what they need um, because as we start to go through the next few forwards, um, they're, they're a bit up there in age, so you need some of that youthfulness. I know that the past you guys we talked about, they are smaller. Um, but again, I'm a small guy. You can't always diss the smaller guys. 27, I mean, the kid is fast. You need the speed in that big open ice. It's not North America. Um, but Steven Dixon, 36 years old, yeah, six foot. He played all over the place yeah. his whole career, KHL, German Dell League, the AHL in North America. He's coming from Cardiff Devils, where he scored 50 goals, 57 assists his last three seasons. He's a good two-way center, um, which they need that that defense. Um, he excels at skating. Um, he should make an excellent penalty killer as well. Um, he, he's known to do really well with face-offs. Um, so look for Coach Cameron to use him in those situations in the offensive zone to win those those face-offs so that way they can have control in the offensive zone to go for yeah. um, a goal there. Definitely a special teams player and I think a good uh, add there. All right, next, John Dunbar. He's been getting a lot of a lot of press uh, as well. So he's 31 years old. He's 5'8". Spent a little bit of time in the East Coast League, the ECHL, before coming over to the Elite League. Played four seasons with Guilford. Last season, 11 goals, 30 assists. So he likes to be the playmaker. The big question for him is he had a season or two where he was scoring 20-plus goals. So can he return to scoring 20 goals again? And can he continue to rack up the assists? So if he can do that, I think this is a, a, a great signing, and he's going to make a huge impact for the clan this year. Yeah, absolutely. Only thing is a, a bit smaller again, a bit older. So, you know, you're going to need those defensemen um, to really help out, make sure you, you keep those big forwards, big defensemen out the way for him. But um, again, he's fast, even though he's only 31, 31 is not that old. And uh, last season, you know, he only scored 11 goals, but 41 points. He's a playmaker. Yep. So 
um, they need that. And if you can pass um, the puck to to Shabbat or or Connie mm-hmm. or Coney who who can score and, and shoot real well, then uh, you you can do well. Right, and they also have uh, returning players. I guess I should mention now. So um, Mathieu Rua is how they would pronounce it in Canada, um, who scored 33 goals, 25 assists. So he's a stud of the team. And also um, Nolan uh, Laponte, um, assuming that's how you pronounce his name, with 21 goals, 26 assists. So there's uh, some great returning players there. Also um, Buessa and Ferguson. So there's a, a good mixture there. But let's keep continuing on with the new players. Quite a few new players. Gary Hayden, 26, young kid, 174 pounds, 5 foot 10 inches. Um, he did play well in the WHL, which if our listeners don't know is the West Coast um, League in Canada, putting up over 50 points in his last two seasons there. He's untested as a pro. So it's going to be interesting to see where he's going to fit into the lineup and how well he's going to develop. I would say he's probably the one player that's the unknown. Probably uh, we could throw in the two goalies as well, but he's the really unknown at this point. A bit of a gamble, perhaps, by the coach, um, but signing him early in his career, he's 23, and not playing uh, in the pros might be a diamond in the rough. We shall see. Well, I'm curious where uh, Coach Cameron puts him in the lineup. Gary Hayden, when he was in the WHL, normally played bottom six role, hence why, um, you know, you could say his lack of production over two seasons. Um, but he's not a some finesse goal scorer. He hustles, man. You look up the scouting report on Lee Prospects, he hustles. He, he battles for the puck. You need guys like that. Even in the EIHL with the bigger ice and everything, I know it's not North American, rough and tumble style up against the 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 boards of board battles but you need gary in that tenaciousness to win puck battles too and, and he's he's good at that brad kennedy another new addition he's 26 6 2 so now we're getting to the bigger and 210 pounds so he's a big guy um he played in the queue and again for our uk listeners that may not know the queue is the qjmhl that's QJHL, the yeah. quebec junior league a lot of great players from there. So he played in the uh, Q and juniors was a Mount Royal university product. He did play five games with the Fort Wayne in the ECHL scoring one goal and two assists. Mm -hmm. So again, he's going to have to prove himself as a pro. I mean, you can't just say, you know, five games in the ECHL. Yeah. He's got three points. That's pretty darn good, but you know, he's got to prove himself. However, he hits hard and he can carry the puck really well. So I'm going to make a prediction, maybe 15 to 25 goals if he's healthy and sees significant ice time. Uh, what do you think, Andrew? Yeah. I mean, obviously kind of like Gary, you know, kind of a bit untested as a pro, but uh, you know, he hung in there in the ECHL for the pair of five games. He was there. He's 26, six, two, two, 10. So it's a good size for, for a young man at 26 years old, but uh Use your size to your advantage, Brad. Make sure that you are battling for the puck a, a, a along the boards and everything because that's where he's going to find his strengths, in my opinion. So I think that he could do well. I don't know if he's going to score 20 goals this season just because he's been untested. I don't know how he's going to adjust to the new ice for him, the new ice layout of me, but uh, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. Let's cover the – you cover the next one, Andrew. Steve McPartland, 31 years old, 5'11", a pri- Providence college graduate, Providence uh, – uh, USA 
He had some AHL playing time and mostly saw ice time with the Idaho Steelheads in the ECHL. Uh, we saw him, Dad, and we were impressed with his ability to score. He scored on us, of course, during that game. I remember that. Two seasons with Idaho, though, he scored 57 and 57. So you have 114 points combined in, in two seasons, which the ECHL is not bad at all. He did recently spend time in Italy. We produced similar numbers, but in less games played. Dad, if he has a great season, I think he can score anywhere between 20, 30 goals. Um, you don't want to get too ahead of yourself, but uh, the guy has all the experience. He, he's he's a good player. I think he's been consistent his whole career. As long as he's got good ice time in the top six, middle six role, Dad, I think that he should be able to produce pretty well. And you need that bet. You need that 31-year-old bet with these young guys that are just now hitting their primes and maybe need some of that guidance. I think a great pick um, for the coach here and – Pretty typical of a lot of players that that we see in the elite league um, coming from North America where they they have a little AHL, definitely some East Coast experience, but then somehow, some way, uh, you know, not happy, not going to be see the AHL again or are just continually get loaned out to AHL teams and they start to look overseas and, you know, he played in Italy, but I without talking to him, I'm I'm going to assume that. He wants to play in a in a better league. So he's in the elite league. Like you said, he's 31. He's in his prime. He's got experience. I think a great pickup here. And, and, and I'm I think his style of play with the um EIHL is going to suit him well. So and a good guy. We should try to get him. We should get a couple of these guys on our podcast. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, what a great stories they have with some of their journeys of where they play. Last but not least, Craig Peacock. Okay. So he's coming back to Glasgow. Now, um, he's one of our favorite players, just like Sean on this team, because we had him on the podcast. So episode 85, not too long ago, I think we talked to him. Well, it was over the summer, maybe July. Yeah. And uh, we covered his entire career. He was looking forward to uh, getting back to the clan. So, I invite everyone to check out episode 85 and check out everything about him. Great guy. And he's one of the very talented UK red players in that league. As we know with that league, it's kind of dominated by imports or that's always the battle between UK red players and in the imports. So Greg Peacock has a very, very bright career ahead of him. You know, I don't think we asked him on the show, man. I wonder if he ever has interest in coming to North America or if the money's better for him just to stay and play, get that ice time in the UK with the clan or wherever he signs. I don't know, but I know I, I remember that. And I invite everyone listening to go to that episode 85 that he wanted to come back to Glasgow and it worked and he's very happy to, to go back there. And, uh, and cause he has a little bit of roots here when he played there before. Okay, so uh, we mentioned um, some of the returning players. So um, I think that the coach has got a decent set of mixed size and speed. When you look, you got everything from 5'8 to 6'4 with the goalies. Um, a good mixture. I think his strategy was going for depth rather than just you know, pure goal scorers or stay-at-home defensemen. There's a good mix here, and I think – it's going to be interesting to see number one, everybody staying healthy um, of how this is going to work and what his lineups are going to look like, especially with the returning players. So 
Um, looks pretty good on paper to me. Like I said, the only spotty issue that anyone can see, at least on paper, is the goaltending. Yep. Um, but as people know, especially with goaltending, a change of scenery, a different league, a different mindset, you know, from the uh, a personal player can change how their career goes. So uh, it's going to be interesting how the goalies work out and uh, look forward to seeing the clan this season. Yeah, it'll be interesting. And uh, for any clan, new clan fans that are listening to us, we appreciate it. Like you said, if we sound dumb, you can go ahead and roast us in the comments. But remember, we are new to the EIHL. We're new right. to the, the set of rules and type of game that's played over there. But we are obviously very, very interested and show a lot of respect to the league, to the players, anybody that's involved over there in the EIHL or any of the other leagues, the Dell League, German Leagues, whatever. Um, but specifically the EIHL, what we're talking about now. So we yeah. appreciate everybody allowing us to kind of come in some 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 North American guys coming into there. Follow stuff. us on, on Twitter. We do have an Instagram, but it's, it's just Andrew and I doing this uh, part-time. So sometimes the Instagram uh, might not be updated until later, but our Twitter is pretty uh, up to date. I try we and also, update the website too, lindrophockeypodcast.com. Right. Um, you can go back and see all of our old guests that we had under a tab. You can click the links. We got shirts available. I mean, Man, we got it going, Dad. And we do cover, we've had uh, NHL players, AHL, ECHL, EIHL, the Dell, the KHL. We cover everybody and everything, and we try to bring uh, the stories and the players' journeys to the listeners and kind of go a little bit, hopefully different than a lot of other podcasts. But this one, specifically, we enjoy because we did the talking, and that's our breakdown of the newer players for the clan. And with that one, I think we'll call it a wrap, Andrew. We want to thank everybody. Uh, you can find us. Uh, obviously, you found us. You're listening to us. But we're on just about every podcast app. We want to give a shout out to Black and Gold Productions um, out of Boston, Massachusetts, who sponsor us and uh, help us with all our distribution and everything else. So a shout out to our parent company, Podcast Network. And don't forget to check out their podcast as well, Black and Gold Production or Black and Gold um, Hockey Podcast. If you're a Bruins fan, they cover nothing but Boston Bruins and is one of the best around. So definitely tune into Mark Alver Jr.'s um, podcast and check out Black and Gold Hockey Productions. And our next podcast release will be the next Friday, and it's going to be. So this will be what Sunday, Monday, right? We're recording right. this on Friday. Right. And so, I think our, I think our next one is or 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 do body or do body Chris or do body who plays over in the ECHL. Who did he just resign with? Not Norfolk Admirals. That's who he played with. But who did he? I can't remember. But anyway, he's coming next week as yes. our as our guest. And awesome uh, guy. we want to thank everybody. Yep. And we wish everyone a happy week. Yes. Thank you so much.